Well, you know, uh, as we're as we're coming together at this time, it is a special time. I don't believe that God just works on our 12 month year or even just the Hebraic year. I believe God is God. God has Kairos moments. God has moments where he waits for us. All of those things uh, during this time. Greg, could you I'm not out of the camera. Uh, a little bit. It could, and I really believe that we're at one of those times. And as leaders, the more we know about what God's doing, the more we can deliberately partner with him. I'm also so aware that when we do prophesy, we prophesy in part. So uh, I am not the fullness of the part, but I can tell you this. I am a lover of Jesus and I am a lover of the church. I am not a prophet who is offended by the church that thinks it's a great Babylon <laughs> or a Babylon. I am not that. And so my prayers are always, God, if there's any way that you can cause us to do what we do uh, easier, faster, or with more information, so there is a deliberate partnership, then that is what we desire. And so that's my prayers for each one of you today. Also, we've had a whole prayer team that we're praying for you this morning. And so we are believing that God is going to uh, say some incredible things. Now, uh, I have not shared this anywhere. And this is not a date thing. Let's get away from the date things, uh, because we know that there's a lot of variables and there's a lot of conditions. But I keep seeing COVID uh, after Easter in my rearview mirror like a car. And um, I don't believe that means it's over uh, at that time. What I do believe it means is that uh, that what we've seen of it and its ability to keep moving forward uh, is going to be that. Also, why I'm sharing this with you as leaders is this. Uh, it is hard to make plans when you don't uh, know uh, some levels of timing. And so I really wanted to share that with you. But also don't get into maintenance right now because these are still great days of opportunities that will even cause you to be more successful in the next season. So it's truly a time that, that you need to hear from God personally. Now, uh, they just put up a big uh, uh, a monitor for me so I could actually see your names, So if uh, 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 which is great. And I, and I appreciate that. And I just say good morning to all of you as well. And uh, uh, I so uh, love it when pastors uh, interact. And uh, I think it's needful. But I want to share with you a scripture as we start, because it's one the Lord gave me this week, not just my word of the Lord for the year, but this week. And I think it's very important that that we take this focus. And this is Revelations 2, 1 through 7. And this is where um, uh, Jesus is speaking to John on the Isle of Patmos. And he, this is where they are writing to the church of Ephesus. So I'm reading this to you right now. It says, these things says he who holds the seven stars in his right hand, who walks in the midst of the seven lampstands. I know your works, your labor, uh, your patience, and that you cannot bear those who are evil. And you have tested those who say they are apostles and uh, are not and have found them liars. This is a strong word, isn't it? And you have preserved and have patience. And I have labored for and have labored for my name's sake and have not become weary. And we say, well, we don't know about that, God, but okay. Nevertheless, I have this against you. You can't read book of Revelation without hearing this, that you have left your first love. Remember, therefore, from where you have fallen, repent and do the first works, or else I will come to you quickly and remove your lampstand from its place unless you repent. But this you have, that you hate the deeds of Nicolaitans, which I also hate. He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. To him who overcomes, I will give to eat from the tree of life, which is in the midst of the paradise uh, of God. Now, uh, this will be paraphrased from what I uh, prophesied previously, but this is what I heard the Spirit of, of God uh, say. And I think this is so important, not just for you individually, but those that, that you are going to influence. And I believe that the spirit of God is saying 2020 interruptions, interference, diversions, disturbances, voices, confusions, uh, all distractions. 
from the morning news to the late night binging on Netflix series, from online shopping to uh, music on Spotify, uh, from creating and uploading uh, uh, videos to cooking, from social media to gaming. I mean, boy, that includes almost everything. The Lord says this, trivial, pointless, empty activity has been robbing you and those that relate to you from focus from me. And the Lord says, do not let this lockdown allow that to continue. Don't give your heart and your time to senseless, insignificant stuff. And the Lord is saying, I'm asking you not to ignore me. I'm asking for your attention in a brand new way to walk with me. And just as I waited in the garden for Adam, I'm waiting for you on a new level for the plumb line uh, 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 has changed and the water table has risen. And just as Adam hid himself and I still waited for him, the Lord says, I am waiting for you. And I want more than your prayers for a parking place. I want more than your reading of scripture someone else posted. I want more than unconnected worship. And I want more than Christian TV turned on as background noise says for you. Now, remember, he's also speaking to those that you're relating to. This is not a condemnation. He says, would you rather check Snapchat chat and emails again, or would you rather spend time with me? Uh, a new year has begun. Will you fast and pray or will you diet and exercise? And the Lord says, you tell me that I'm your first love. You sing that I am the center of all you do. And you know me and you say, you know me, but are you so unaware where your devotions are placed according to your time spent? And the Lord says, ministers, do not. Well, she's just frozen there. The one is the technology. Let's have a little pause and just wait for her uh, uh, Zoom connection to, to unfreeze, which I'm sure it will in a minute. Uh, challenging stuff already, right? Um, that we are just days away from launching into 24-7 prayer. And uh, I want to invite everybody while we're waiting for Sharon to come back on. I'm going to make the most of every opportunity. Call this an ad break, right? Um, uh, I want to invite everybody to get involved. And um, it, it will be awesome to literally have thousands of people around the world uh, praying 24 hours a day. Okay, now I think we've got Sharon back. Let's have a little look. A real okay. example of love. Right now, I am first showing you my focus, my concentration, my singleness of eye for you that you might know what real focus is, says the Lord. And I want to tell you that you have been under attack and it's not just COVID and it's not just economic shaking, says the Lord. And it's not just whether churches are open or closed, but the Lord says it's the attack and the ambush of distractions. And the Lord says, so what I am doing is I am bringing heights and depths of fresh revelation of my passion for you again, that it might be revived, he says, uh, for me. For there is a new type of son and daughters that are now arising in the earth. And the Lord says that it is going to be those that are focused with an undivided heart, says the Lord. And the Lord says, there will be those that say, these are just too radical. But the Lord says, the leaders and the ministers what you're going to do is you're going to deconstruct to get rid of distractions and make room for extremes, says the Lord. And the Lord says, as pastors, you want balance. But the Lord says, in times, he says, of acceleration to advance my kingdom, it's an extreme radical time, not so much a balanced time, says the Lord take my words with any uh, condemnation for the Lord says all I am doing is putting before you says the Lord he says a measuring rod for this season and just as before when uh, uh, there were those that went 
ankle deep, knee deep, waist deep, waters to swim in. The spirit of the Lord said, these are not waters to swim in time. These are waters to walk on time, says the Lord. For this is keep your focus on me. And the Lord says that you stay above the waters, uh, says God. And thank you for uh, 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 listening uh, to that prophetic word. But what I want to say about that is that it really, it really isn't saying you've messed up. What it is saying is the measurement of what is going to cause you to be a minister, what's going to cause you as a Christian to rise to this new level of, of, of preparation for, for greater influence and what's getting ready to go on in the world, which is phenomenal, is your ability to focus, be single-minded, and to be single-hearted. And hopefully, wherever you are, you're saying amen. Uh, Jane says, so very true. Um, Helen says, wow, new year, new beginning. Bruce says, oh, the prayer. Thank you, uh, Sarah. Clark says, wow, amen. And so we just bless you uh, in the midst of that. I'm not going to, that's not my message that I'm going to share with you right now, but I just wanted to share that because as a leader, I recognize this, that sometimes I am too gracious and I don't call people up to a high level of standard, realizing that God has graced them to be able to move there at this time. And so Jared, I so appreciate with what you're speaking about 24 seven prayer. Um, you know, uh, I, I agree with you. We are right with you. We'll find out a way to be able to connect to that. Uh, let me add another thing. I believe that, um, and I'll touch on it when I share, I believe we have also got to get people to get through their Bible in a year. There's people that have never done that. And I believe we have to find a way to help facilitate that. And I'd love to share that with you uh, later as well. But let me just jump in right here. Whether you realize it or not, 2020 was a year of forced change. And I know that many of you look back and you say how bad the year was. You know, you look at the COVID, you look at the economic instability, the deaths, the lockdowns, the more racial injustice, travel bans, church buildings closed, loneliness and fear. But I believe that the spirit of God is looking at this a little bit differently. You know, we had so many conflicting emotions and distractions, and we have been absolutely surrounded by competing voices, whether they were fake, true, political, whether they were conspiracy voices, but all of them were clamoring for your attention. If you're not careful, that also became part of the distraction. Yet again, what was appreciated the most in 2020 was not about any of those things. It wasn't about whether you had toilet paper. It wasn't about that. It was the essential workers. And you know who all the essential workers were. I don't have to say the healthcare, the, the grocery stores, the sanitation, the transportation, so many at the front lines. But what the spirit of God is saying is we appreciated them. We applauded them on Thursday evenings and they were indispensable and necessary to our life. And we cheered them on. But I heard uh, about a month back, this roar in my spirit. And I asked God what it was. And this is what God said. There is a roar of celebration from heaven in 2021 for my essential workers, says the Lord. Those who are indispensable and necessary for such a time as this in the kingdom of God. And I'm saying receive this mantle right now. You know, in Hebrews 12, it says, we're surrounded by such a great cloud of witness. Let us run with perseverance, fixing our eyes on Jesus, the perfecter of our faith. But the Lord is saying this to you, the applause of heaven is celebrating you and your race right now. Pay attention to that. Your race began with labor pains pointing you toward the last days. Your race began with unprecedented world altering events. Your race began with the reality that your world could change in a day. But the Lord says, now I've got you where I want you. You have the faith that nations can be saved in a day because you have the reality that a world could change in a day. And I really want you to notice that just kind of if, if, you're, if you're trying to take notes, you don't need to. Uh, go to uh, uh, www.propheticvoice.com, go on 2021 Word, and you can uh, 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 
It'll tell you where you can get notes, scriptures, where you can, that way you'll have prayer points for this. Please preach this. I am not one that says revelation belongs to me, but I do want you to go get that. That's propheticvoice.com is the website. So just go under 2021 word of the Lord. Okay. So now that we have that faith that nations can be saved in a day, I want you to know our ceiling has just changed. What God is expecting us, what we pray about, uh, uh, where our expectations are, are changing uh, because of that. And I know some people can't get their eyes off 2020. And God is still saying, listen, it's just the, it was not the last day plague, but it was a test. It was a dress rehearsal for the faith and authority that we needed, that we still need for the last days. And I believe we're still a little bit in that test. But what I want to say this for you in saying that was you need to realize that if you're waiting for it to be over, don't. It, you're waiting. God's waiting for you to be an Elijah that can speak to the atmosphere, that can tell what the atmosphere, what belongs in it and what does not belong in it uh, at this time. And so the Lord says, come on. He says, my ecclesia, it is time for you to take the stage. He says, the enemy has tried to shut you up, but communication has broke all previous known boundaries. The enemy has tried to halt great evangelistic gatherings with the social distancing. And yet my church, you have reached and invaded people, nations, all religions with previously unused strategies. And the Lord is saying this, and this is really a, com a, a, a commendation, but listen to this. The Lord says, though you were isolated, you found ways to facilitate uh, national prayer. With humility, you printed, you, you repented, you asked me to heal your land. And the Lord says, this was done, this is from God's point of view, on a corporate national scale that the earth has never known. And the Lord says, I heard, and I am touching your land. And even though COVID may have gotten you prepared, I'm the one that is giving you focus, says the Lord. The Lord says, I'm exposing injustice. I'm ex I've exposed unrighteousness. The Lord says, I've even exposed unreadiness within you. But out of all of this pressure is coming that greater glory. Out of all of this pressure is coming that greater unity. Out of all this pressure is coming that greater joy. Out of all this pressure is coming the great awakening. Out of all this pressure is coming a great revival, says the Lord. But God wants you to know in the midst of this, he says, you will know my mercy and goodness in judgment. Don't be afraid of that word judgment. Don't perceive these times wrongly. You want judgment because it says in Isaiah 26, 9, for when my judgments are in the earth, the inhabitants of the world learn righteousness. You better be saying hallelujah uh, right there. It is a good thing. But the Lord says, for those that choose comfort over conviction, political correctness over biblical truth, where you call uh, good uh, 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 evil and evil good, that's Isaiah 520 for you uh, leaders, where justice is driven back and truth has fallen in the streets, where honesty cannot enter. And again, pastors, Isaiah 59, 14, the Lord says that there is a need for a moral truth reformation. So right in the midst of all these great things that God just said, the Lord says that there is a need of a moral truth reformation. And that just simply means this, where do we start? Go pick up that truth that has fallen in the streets. That means that, that we got to get back to the knowing the word of God, the Bible is a non-negotiable. And the Lord says, receive fresh revelation for me. And what I believe is part of that. And I believe one of the reasons that many of you guys are connected um, isn't always because of your differences or where you're located or just what you happen to be in the same regions. Cause I know this goes farther than that, but I also believe that uh, it is because uh, uh, Jared carries an apostolic prophetic anointing. And so listen to what God's saying. I want you to receive fresh revelation from me. For the Lord says, I am going to raise up in this day modern day prophetic theologians. Now, wherever you are, Clark, Tim Brown, Jane Morton, um, uh, uh, 
uh, Phil Shaw, lift your hand and say, I volunteer to be one of those modern day prophetic theologians. Any of you, I was just reading names I could see on my on my uh, monitor. But uh, I believe the Lord says that out of these, because of the, there's fresh revelation being given, that means we can read the same word that we read for the last 10 years or keep operating in the reserves that we have had as leaders. The Lord says, you can't do that. You have to look at my scripture different because I'm bringing fresh revelation from it. I'm bringing fresh function. There has been mysteries hidden for this time, says the Lord. And so uh, that's why I said, I believe that you need to facilitate people uh, being able to read through the word uh, this this year. And we're going to do that. Maybe you can connect to us just like we're going to connect to you uh, in prayer. But I believe that out of that, there's going to be new Bible schools, new ministry schools that are going to be birthed to facilitate the truths of these revelations. And it is going to be uh, uh, truth sets others free. There's going to be a strong deliverance anointing upon this, getting people ready uh, to be mobilized for the kingdom of God and for the great harvest sake. And um, I believe the Lord is also speaking to us that what we're going to see within us and others around us is the, no longer a passive Christianity. But yes, we know that love and mercy and goodness of God, but a warrior spirit has to be transformed into you this year because it is not on the abundance of just your prayer. It is also upon you using the keys to the kingdom to lock and open uh, what God has. And so the Lord says, you're going to have to see me as the God of love and the God of war. You're going to have to see me as the God of mercy and the God of judgment. And the Lord says, because when you see me as I truly am, did not I promise that you will be uh, uh, transformed into that self-same image. I believe that. And for those in the UK, you need to know we're coming out of this greater. I even believe the shaking of the economy is going to have a great turnaround in the UK. And I don't know if you're from elsewhere. I think I saw Cyprus on here. I'm not sure exactly what the spirit of God is speaking there, but that is very much for the UK. God is promising you no matter what the depth of your valley was in 2020, it's not without fruit because I believe it's bringing you to your highest mountain. Um, and yes, we've been shaken for the great awakening. But right now, nations are also shifting and shaking for multitudes are in the valley of decision. And you know why they're there? They're waiting for you, the mobilized uh, laborers of the harvest, because you know that the billion so harvest has begun. And so no matter what your main thrust was in past seasons within your church, leadership, ministry, um, support position, no matter what that was, you have to realize that we may not all be evangelists, but the word of God is saying, do the work of an evangelist at this time. And I believe that that that, that is what's happening because 2020 brought us from unprecedented times to unpredictable times. Now, I don't know if you heard me say that. Yes, we all agree 2020 was unprecedented because we have the ability to, we lived it. But that means unprecedented simply means that you had not experienced it before or it was unheard of. But if you don't hear anything else, there's two things I want you to hear today, and this is one of them. 2021 is going to be known for its unpredictability. And all that means is things are going to happen sudden. Uh, it means that that it's not just going to be step one, step two, step three. Um, the world is not going to be able to predict what tomorrow uh, looks like based on any yesterday's statistics or experience. I actually believe there's going to be a lot of volatility that places many in precarious positions. But part of unpredictability means that it's unforeseeable. Well, I want you to know, God has already promised that you will have eyes that have the ability to see. And so God wants you to receive this right now. Lay hands on your eyes. I will light the dark places and I will make crooked ways straight. And I will reveal secrets and mysteries uh, on your behalf and for your benefit, says the Lord. Okay, 2021, things are going to happen unpredictably and quickly. Instead of saying what bad things are going to happen, realize this. Part of the unpredictably and quickly is the God of the suddenlies on the scene. That means sudden divine interruptions, sudden divine announcements that are going, going on, sudden divine uh, surprises. 
that have an ability to change your life, church life, ministry life, uh, and even nations forever. Now, we're already in 2021, and some seasons are a continuation of a past season. I believe uh, uh, for the for the first uh, two, three months, it's going to look like that at the beginning. And this was the word that the Lord had given me, chaotic beginning, conquering ending. War at the beginning, triumph at, at the ending. You know, because some seasons just look like the next chapter. That is not what's happening this year. Please, leaders, that God says that he wants you to know that you can partner with him. I believe in 2021, something so unexpected opens up. It actually feels like a new book is being written. You find yourself in a brand new storyline. You find yourself in an out of blue narrative to your surprise has been waiting for you all along. These are God's suddenlies that he wants you to look for. So unpredictable, look for the suddenlies. That's a key. In the midst of the unpredictable, look for the suddenlies of God. Don't let your distraction be caught up on just all the unpredictable things that'll be taking uh, place. Um, because God has already said you have a new measure of faith. You now believe that a nation can be changed in a day. And you're going to have to keep that kingdom mindset. You know, knowing this, listen carefully, a certain faith is needed for uncertain times. Uh, that means you have to be confident about what you believe. And, you know, it tells us that in Hebrews uh, 10, 35. I'm not going to read that. You as leaders know that scripture. It says, don't throw away your confidence. Confidence, it has great reward. And then it goes on to say, uh, you are not those that pull, pull back, but you're ones that preserve. Okay? So certain faith is needed for uncertain times. Okay. Now, are there any warnings or any areas of clarity that we need during this time? I believe that the Lord told me this. The Lord said, warn others against loss, aversion, and no guts, no glory. <laughs> I know that sounds strange. Loss, aversion, I had no idea what it meant. I had to Google it. But in a business finance world, loss, aversion means it can be easy to place a higher value on avoiding losses than on potential gains. Uh, leaders, pastors, did you hear that? Do not hunker down. This is not like the lockdown of past. 2021 is not like 2020. This is not a time of a Selah. This is not your rest time. This is not your regroup time. This is not any of those things. Do not put a higher value on avoiding loss than on potential gain. And that, that, that principle is known as a loss aversion. Do you realize that as human beings, we're actually wired to feel twice as bad about loss as we do about gain? You're going to have to be really careful. That's why God said warn people against that. And also that loss aversion is governed by uh, fear. And God has called you to a new level of faith. And so what does he want you to do with this new level of faith? He wants you to take some godly risks this year. And, you know, there's going to be those that say, oh, but we don't know what, what things are going to look like. As leaders... You don't wait to, to, to see what Boris Johnson tells you. You don't wait to see the elections in the states. You don't wait to see if the um, stadiums are open for evangelistic opportunities. You don't wait to see who's coming back to your church. You don't wait to see uh, who's going to keep paying tithes. You don't wait to see those things. You have to know by the Spirit of God just like when Paul, when uh, God took to Jeremiah, he said, don't look on their faces. And we know that was because he was a young man. But listen, God's still saying, don't look on their faces. What does it mean? Don't try to read others. Don't read that. Instead, know what God is doing and partnering with him. So God is giving us faith to take godly risks, faith for some amazing divine opportunities. And that's where he said, you know, warn people, no guts, no glory. Now, no guts, no glory means if you don't have courage to take a risk, that you're not going to be able to achieve the goal or success. So I know that that's a tough statement. But listen, if you know in your gut that this is the way forward and you step out of the boat and you walk on water, you're actually giving hope to others so that they have the ability to do it. And so God says no guts, no glory. But glory we love. You know, we love the presence of God. We love uh, the, the glory uh, uh, of God. We love the um, weight of the Spirit of God. We love the awareness that 
he is with us all the time and we do need that. But the Lord caused me to hear something um, that I had not heard before. And I asked him what it was. And the Lord says, this is the glory of the threshing floor. There is a glory of the threshing floor. Threshing floor does not mean just go to the harvest. It means that, see, so many people think we go, we go, we go, and eventually we see a harvest. There is already a threshing floor glory sound that is being released. No guts, no glory. And that means that the, that there is continually harvest. So whatever it is you're touching, there is meant to be a threshing floor glory upon that. I release that to you right now. But another glory is going to be upon you leaders. And um, uh, I've had this in my spirit for years. I don't think I would have ever said it this way, but uh, God says, in this season, can you be disruptors and builders? I actually believe that's what God wants to call you as leaders. It's a new glory, disruptors and builders. And you go, now nah, I don't like that part. Well, God told Jeremiah, see this day I've called you what? To tear down to build up and to plant, disrupt, and uh, to be a builder. So we know that 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 God said it before. So, But God wants you to realize he's not raising you up just for your ministry or just for your church. He's raising you up for your family. He's raising you up for your community. He's raising you up for your world. And I actually believe some leaders are going to step down at this time, not because they've sinned. Some leaders are going to pass away, not because they're being judged. And some leaders are going to rise up, not just because they're young and they're uh, a, a new age. No, no, no. I don't believe that. I believe that this is a time of what God said focus was a real key, but I also believe this is a time where God is looking for those disruptors and builders, and that way things can happen twice as fast. There's a dismantling and a construction going on simultaneously, and God wants you to realize he is giving leaders higher global responsibility than you have ever had before. And it's not because you uh, of you, it's because that's what he has caused for his church to take the stage at this time. So let me say this, 2020, you already know this. There was a uh, disruption in your routines. There was a disruption in your activities. 2021, you're still going to see some disruption. But it's no longer to be, be about your personal routines and activities. 2021, we're going to start seeing structures disrupted, structures deconstructed, like in the church, government, uh, education, healthcare, banking, etc. I believe there's a deconstruction of structure to make room for a kingdom construction. You know, the kingdoms of this world have become the kingdoms of, of our Lord and his Christ, and he shall reign forever. Uh, I think Revelation's 11. Okay. Apostolic leaders, that means you're going to need uh, some blueprints from heaven like Moses did because God wants you to lead according to uh, uh, the new. You know, we all quote that scripture right now, uh, God does a new thing. But if you read right below that, it says when he's doing a new thing, can't you see it? He says he tells you how he's creating a road and how he's ordering you to be able to walk up on that road. This is for you uh, as leaders, particularly. And so God says, not only does he want you to lead, but he wants to give you a new strength to lead. And when Paul asked God for wisdom to lead uh, the people, you know, God gave it to him. And um, someone acknowledged that that uh, uh, Jared and I have a, a same point here. I felt uh, this next point. The Lord told me that leaders, you need to ask of him right now. And he will give you, not like, not like Saul, the wisdom to build a temple. But he says, ask of me and I will give you a new spirit of selfless leadership collaboration. And uh, someone said, uh, Jared has just released something along that line. And, you know, that does mean the way we built before anything that's been our own our, our, our my ministry or my church mentality is going to be highly threatened during this time. But it also means that you and I deliberately need to find uh, 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 places where we serve one another, that we love one another, that we build together, that we work together. And as a result, and I believe this is off of uh, Jared's word, it delivers us uh, from our egos. Now, 
This is true for marketplace as well. I believe businesses are going to be sharing building and staff. This is true for government. I believe they're going to be sharing more than vaccines, but they're going to start sharing intelligence. And the Lord said, leaders, can you be as wise as government will be and start sharing revelation and intelligence now, not just for yourself, but for the benefit. And that's going to help you in your uh, selfless collaboration. Next thing is you are already leaders, so you're bold to speak in some ways. But I felt like there's a new boldness that's coming upon your mouth. And you know, in the last days, we're all called to prophesy. But I believe the boldness that's on your mouth now is there's so much that we believe for and we prayed for in 2020 that we did not see the results from that it's affected some of the boldness of how we would speak something. But the Lord says in 2021, he says that you're going to have the strength. He's adding strength to your leadership to start and accomplish what the Lord has put in your heart. Because God is actually connecting the words of your mouth with his strength this year. That means his words, his strength, his power. They're all coming together right now, right now that God's putting on the inside of you. And God is raising up men and women who are going to speak the word of God boldly. Timidity has to flee. So just like Paul told Timothy, hey, you can't give in to fear, but power, love, and a sound mind. And I believe some of you have got so used to having only certain people that listen to your words. But God wants you to know this. It is not about who likes you or who likes the way you talk. The Lord says it is the Holy Spirit who gives power. It's the Holy Spirit who gives you love for people, who fills your mouth with words of goodness, affirmation, healing, miracles, hope, and wisdom, encouragement, and even solutions. So God is saying of himself, he says, in the beginning, I spoke the world into existence. Now my, your mouth will be like my mouth, releasing creative miracles says the Lord for even as I sent my word and healed them words are going to be sent from the corners of the world to distance lands that are going to be uh, my people with my word in their mouth and this is going to be one of those greater works through you says the Lord and this is going to bring forth a true demonstration of Holy Spirit revival fires I don't really want to get into this at this time you can go look at my notes that I already encourage you to go to go to uh, my website, propheticvoice.com, 2021 word. But there is revival fires versus dragon fires. If you don't know the wiles of the enemy at this time, then um, uh, you're not being protected. You're taking a couple steps forward and a step back. So you need to know uh, what is going on with that. And I'm going to let you go look at that rather than me uh, uh, speak that uh, to you. But you really do need in, in need to look at it because I believe that there is a balance of what the Spirit of God um, uh, is, is doing uh, uh, in the earth. And God wants you to know, of course, the thief only has one thing on its mind. And John 10, 10 in the Passion Translation says, a thief has only one thing in mind. He wants to still slaughter and destroy. But I have come to give you everything in abundance, more than you expect, life in its fullness, until you overflow. See, what, what Jesus is really looking for is that he wants to release you as a passionate, overflowing catalyst for revival fires. Okay, let's see if we can bring this home and so I can minister to many of you. Is 2021 going to be an easy year for you? No. Um, but don't let 2020's grief be brought into 2021. Listen, I believe we've been given time to grieve the normal. Now it's time to unlock the new future and possibilities. We already know that we're in the unpredictable. Can I give you a different word for the unpredictable? I already did a little bit uncertain. Another word is unexpected. And what do we need to do? We need to expect the unexpected. This is a major key to our success. Listen carefully. Don't miss out on a blessing because it isn't packaged the way you expected. Don't do that. So how do you prepare? Expecting the unexpected makes the unexpected expected. Remember, this is what, what, what uh, uh, Jesus said of himself. He said that he would do more than we could think, dream, or ask, more than we could expect. So you have to keep looking for the unexpected. You have to keep looking for the suddenlies of God in the midst of the unpredictable. And I believe forewarned is forearmed. We, we, we need to uh, have knowledge of that. And I believe that God is offering you something so much better and different in 2021.
So how do we do that? I'm going to look at it two ways for you. Um, and I'm watching my clock here. Uh, I, I'm trying to say so much in such a little amount of time. When God says something, it just, just doesn't mean it just automatically all happens or as we understand. We know that there's a lot of conditional aspects of that. But I also know that he wants you to partner with him. The strongest leaders are those that trust him. And when he begins to speak into areas of times or seasons, there really is only one response. And it's the same response David had in Psalms 31, 15. David says, my times are in your hands. Listen, I've already realized no matter what I would have liked to done with my time in 2020, uh, I was not the, the, the Lord of my times. And, and now you weren't either. And so hopefully that's trusted, caused you to trust God. God, my time are in your hands. So Father, right now we commit here in uh, the beginning of this season, our times are in your hands. God, we ask you to do more than we could expect. Father, we ask that in the unforeseeable that we are able to foresee and that we are able to lead others out of frustration and into focus in this season. The last thing I want to share with you is go big or go home. The Lord told me that the other morning, my husband, when I shared it with him, he said, I don't like it. It sounds like an ultimatum. God is not asking you go big or, 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 or quit. No, God is just telling you, listen, this is a time for extremes. So Father, break us out of a limited pastoral mentality that just desires balance. This is not the season for that. Father, we ask for extremes. We ask for radical. We ask for uh, uh, a sharp sword. We ask for the ability uh, to stand, to march, to run. We ask, Father, for the ability to advance your kingdom. Go big. That's what we're asking for in 2021. And Father, I just bless these people, Addie and Peggy and Roger and, and Tim and, and Bernard and Dave and, and Jeff and Amy. Uh, I just bless you right now, you know, even as I, I, I uh, uh, see your names uh, on the screen. But I just want to, to share this with you. That was a lot I said in a short amount of time. It's not the whole picture of what God has. But I believe that you will find parts that you have to pray for for the year. Like I said, go get those notes so you have prayer points. But you will also find things that stand out that become keys to your partnership and success with God. Now, when we talk about these kind of things, none of this is meant to take away from your great intimacy with God, love with God, and worship of God, and all of those things. No, it doesn't. It is added to. So we bless you um, as God is molding you afresh as vessels of gold for his glory, because his glory is getting ready to cover the earth, and miracles uh uh, signs and wonders, healings, great deliverances are going to be seen more than ever. But he says, I'm putting my church on the stage. Lead your church to be that. Lead those that relate to you. Father, right now, I pray right now for Janice Dent. I'm sorry if I'm looking down because I'm reading the, the, I'm reading the names. Uh, for Janice Dent. And I just heard the Spirit of God say this uh, to you. The Lord says, uh, I have not made you, says the Lord, for the emotional roller coaster of faith and fear. But the Lord says, I have made you, says the Lord. He says, of a new measure of faith, faith to faith, says the Lord. Father, I release that on this precious one right now. Father, that this is promotion in the mighty name of Jesus. Uh, Bruce uh, Dreyer. Father, we bless this man. I hear the Spirit of God saying this. I am releasing, even upon you, says the Lord. He says, the ability to hold your field. And that means that the areas that God has given you to sow, to plant, to cultivate, that the borders are strong, not limiting to be uh, as in that's all you get. But the Lord says that you don't have to continue to fight the enemy within those borders. And the Lord says, but also, he says, I'm stretching the tent peg. So there's an enlargement going on at the same time. So don't look at this. Look at uh, this is protected, and now we can go here. This is protected, and now we can go here. I bless you uh, uh, in those areas. 
um, uh, John and Rebecca Bell, I hear the spirit of God bringing you an amazing challenge. And I, I, I felt like the, the Liberty Bell, uh, you know, I'm American, even though I live in England, uh, was ringing. And the spirit of the Lord says, you're called to bring liberty to many. You're called to bring deliverance to many. You're called uh, to cause truth to be, be made known that sets many people free, says the Lord. And the Lord says, this is really going to be a year of people getting rid of anything that's captivity, limitation. And the Lord says that you have the ability to move on. And I really feel like that's going to release so many amazing uh, testimonies. Mark Ritchie uh, it, from Wells. Is that what I saw? I'm trying to find your name here. I thought I saw it a moment ago. Father, right now, we just pray for this precious one. And even as uh, when you build, you prepare the ground to be able to hold up the building. The higher the building, of course, we know the deeper the rebar and the foundation has to go. And I felt like the Lord says, quit saying we're building the foundation. The Lord says the walls are up. Now we're going another floor. Father, right now, I bless him. Father, I speak that new level of expectation uh, within them right now. In the name of Jesus, Father, we thank you for that. And uh, you, thank you, Linda. Do watch us again, but get the notes. You know, I had to be all over the place. So please, um, uh, uh, Mark Ritchie says that we are also Liberty Church uh, at, uh, in Swansea. Bless you. And we thank you for that. Um, uh, Linda Smith, we need to watch again. Yes, I see that. Um, uh, Louise McCarthy, thank you for loving that, uh, uh, giving us that love. Uh, Louise, let me share this with you. The Lord says that you have had to use the watchman anointing that's upon your life during this time. The Lord says, daughter, it's not just because the earth's in crisis, but the Lord says, I was sharpening your gift and I was bringing forth your strengths. The Lord says, now don't put that away. But the Lord says, use the strengths that I have given you. It will not only benefit you, will not only benefit those that are uh, closest around you and that you influence, but the Lord says, daughter, it's going to begin to benefit the nations, says the Lord. Um, uh, Amy, uh, the Spirit of God says, you do not plant uh, a tomato seed and expect to reap a watermelon. And I felt like that the Spirit of the Lord says, make sure what you're sowing and what you're desiring to reap matches during this season. The Lord says it's going to be very important that you speak the things that I'm saying, not the things that you just know that other people have need of, even though it's a good thing to speak what people have need of. But I feel like it's very important at this time. Father, we thank you for, for clarity of harvest now uh, in the name of Jesus. And Father, we, we pray for um, uh, Helen Gill and Helen the Lord says that even as a needle and thread has ability to repair, the Lord says, daughter, you're a, a, net, a net mender and you have the ability to bring repair for unity in the kingdom of God. And so the spirit of the Lord says, daughter, do it on the phone, do it on the Internet, do it in, in your in your uh, speech, do it in, in, in your relationships. But I really believe that that earth has need of you. Uh, right now. I think it's so important. Nigel, their revived church, the spirit of God says, I am bringing forth, says the Lord. He says, um, strategy. This is a strategic season. And in strategic seasons, you don't do general things and then get particular results, but it becomes a strategic time for strategic results. Father, I just thank you. Strategy is already something Nigel carries. Father, we ask that you bring him into a new area of wisdom, a new area of enlightenment, area of um, influence, and as well as favor with God. But also, Father, that the things that he touches is blessed, and there's an acceleration up on them in the name of Jesus. And uh, Nigel, uh, you are not a people pleaser. And the Lord says, so don't try to please people. Don't try to... to um, um, make everybody feel okay. The Lord says, you speak truth and everybody else adjusts around about it. Father, we bless Nigel right now in the name of Jesus. And we bless Chris there as well in uh, Revive Church. And Chris, the Spirit of the Lord says that as an accountant adds up the income, uh, 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 subtracts the, the uh, 
what the expenditures, uh, uh, useful income for new projects is only what's left. Chris, I hear the Spirit of the Lord saying this. The Lord says, I am teaching you kingdom accounting at this time. And I don't believe that's a job. I believe kingdom accounting means that you are so aware of my streams of investment. You are so aware of my tributaries of outflows that it makes you so aware of what can be dreamed with and built and projected with in the new. I believe that personally is going to affect your life. I believe that as a church is going to affect your life. I believe that as um, in family, that's going to affect your life. Andrew, Father, we just bless this man here in Revived Church as well. And I, I just heard uh, the Lord say this to you. The Lord says, son, it's really interesting. I know a little bit what's going on in the church, so it wouldn't look like this is necessarily time for it. But the Lord is stirring back up that scribe and that writer anointing that's within the midst of you. And the Lord says that that what he is doing is he is teaching you in such a way that you have the ability to teach others. And so you need to do the journaling. You need to do the writing. You need to do the documentation of what's going on now because there's something that is going to bring hope and miracles and faith to others as well. Father, we pray that over Chris. I think it's a total uh, new thing you, you've not thought about, but I think it's very important for what the Spirit of God is doing, even in the area of momentum and in the area of mobilization. That is very important. Father, I bless my friend, Jared. Father, I love this man. I love his wife. I love the church. Father, I ask for increase in all that they do. And the Spirit of the Lord is saying this. He says, um, you have come through what seemed like a fragile five years. Now, it doesn't mean that I think you're fragile. A fragile five years, says the Lord. The Lord says, I want you to know that season is over. And where fragile things are limited to the level of pressure they can hold, the Lord says that when it's no longer fragile, it has the ability to hold more. Do not be fearful of the new that you will carry. Just don't be foolish, says the Lord, he says, uh, 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 with your time. Father, right now, I thank you for fresh mantles for this season that are going to rest upon him in the mighty name of Jesus. And I just want to say, I love you all. You know, uh, uh, I love you. I wish I was there. I want to get my hands on each one of you. Uh, not uh, uh, So I give you a virtual hug, but um, I just really feel like there's an impartation of this season. Receive the focus of God, the focus on him. Uh, it says, those that seek me with their whole heart, then will find me. You know, he's not just speaking to everybody at that stage. Leaders, we have to give, uh, we have to lead with something. And that's where we begin leading.